0: Oh, this is good. Now that's a fucking movie.
1: You know, you know. Sometimes it seems you're just a little too set in your ways, Ben. You know, like yeah, yeah. I think you need to just like open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. You
0: know, I think I could use a vacation (laughs) from my vacation.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Oh man. Great movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought
1: it was pretty fun.
0: It was very oh, wait, actually, good. actually, we should also introduce ourselves, and what's which happening. I always
1: forget to do. <laughs> uh, welcome to now. That's a fucking movie. I am Sean Moxley,
0: and I'm Ben Schubert,
1: and today we are talking about uh, Total Recall. Yeah, uh, the so f- 1990 Paul Verhoeven uh, directed Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, sci-fi action uh, movie.
0: Yeah. So for people who didn't watch the movie or are refusing to because they're villains um yes. could you give us a quick rundown
1: i will give you a quick one rundown um it stars arnold schwarzenegger of course uh rachel ticotin i hope I'm saying that right ronnie cox uh sharon stone with a side of ironside oh yeah um and uh I, the the I do have the synopsis here. I think Netflix also had a hard time. So it's not too far off from what I said last time. But in uh, in 2084, a construction worker takes a virtual trip to Mars via a memory implant. But a disturbing discovery forces him to question his own reality. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much what I said. But it gives, it. You good, it gives you a good, a good, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Gives adventure you good, ensues. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah, are are you are you a dickhead? Am I a dickhead? Yeah, are you a dickhead? Yeah, a fan, a fan of uh, Philip K. Dick. Yes. I
0: would say I'm a fan, though I don't think, I don't think I got the proper cred. Like I haven't read enough Philip K. Dick. Uh, yeah, I've certainly seen adaptations of his work. Yes, he's, I've read some he's, of his work, but I yes, do like um, I do like the general vibe that he goes with.
1: Yes, I guess if you don't know, he's a a sci-fi writer um, that uh, has had like a million things adapted to to screen uh, because he's just he has you know a lot of good stories that just have a simple twist to them and like a clever uh, sci-fi idea like this one. Yeah, Um, and most of his
0: uh, most of his themes in his work generally center around. Uh, you know, consciousness, what is the nature of reality, right? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you essentially, like, you know, acknowledge or justify? How do you, like, prove yeah. what is your reality based on, you know, your own existence?
1: Yeah, Blade Runner would probably be the most famous of his, but uh, also Minority Report is based mm-hmm. on one of his stories. That's um,
0: true. I think Paycheck?
1: Yeah, man, well... <laughs> i'm starting with the big ones first whoa, whoa, we'll whoa. let's get to the weird um, ones <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um and definitely with this movie um you know memory is you know memory and dreaming are very connected yes and like you know if you essentially implant an experience does that experience become real to you like is that a part of exactly your, like, and how do you tell existence? how do you
1: discern reality from illusion in that mm-hmm. case so, so what do you think, Ben? Do you think that it was all implanted memory or do you think it actually is real?
0: I am actually in the camp of it's all uh, implanted memory.
1: It's all implanted?
0: Yeah. Mostly um, just from the way that it's presented throughout the film, right? Through the mm-hmm. choices that like they made in editing and through direction, yeah. right? Like so much of the information is given before he goes into the dream. And yeah. once he's into the dream, there's no moment where he like, Where we actually see him wake up, except for like, you know, like we come, you know, we come back to him and he's like having a freak out, but we don't really see him come back to consciousness. Yes. And so I would like, that's my general argument is that he is actually, it's just all an implanted dream. Also, his Mm -hmm. last line of the film is basically like, was that all a dream?
1: Yeah, it's like what if it? What I mean, I like that though. I love it. Yeah. Um, I was I was always on the camp of that it was real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just because there's so much things that happen that are like, um, you know, nothing nothing explicitly goes against the idea that it's all a dream. Mm-hmm. But but like, you know, certain details, like you know, the scene with the with the pills and the guy sweating. Also, this is mm-hmm. the origin of red red and blue. Kills, yeah exactly right? yeah i think that's so. crazy i think it's uh, definitely like a reference to that because because of course the wachowskis would be a fan of this movie yeah it's, well we'll definitely we'll definitely get, get in this. we'll definitely do a matrix uh yeah movie we'll get at into some the wachowskis
0: point. at some point yeah, yeah. matrix um, but, or speed racer
1: who knows well yeah maybe. <laughs> uh, um uh ben do you, do you hear that sound
0: yeah i think is that your
1: phone yeah that's the phone that's the phone um, we got we got a guest coming in okay um you know friend of the podcast yeah first movie we're doing of his I, you better believe I, yeah. he's gonna I would hope he's so. gonna give his give his commentary- mm-hmm. Hi Ben hey Hi. how's it going good good how are you it's been a while I'm, I'm doing great this is good great to be back on the podcast
0: yeah it's you know it's nice having you back again.
1: Yeah, uh, so, so you're talking about Total Recall. It's great, excellent film of mine. But let, me, let me let me tell you about the little background of move, the, move, the movie here.
0: Sure, yeah, go for so
1: it. Daniel and he's got a great script. You know, the, the guy with the Alien had a great script, and it was in development with Dino you know, De Laurentiis' production, and they there was in some financial trouble, so I got Kronko okay. Pictures, who I made uh, Red Heat with. You know, they they were interested, and I was who like, was come that? on. Who is that, Coralco. Kar- Coralco. I made I made Red Heat with the, with those guys. Okay. And I was like, "Come on, guys, buy this script. It's fantastic." And and so they're like, "Okay." And I'm like, "You know who you got to get to direct? I just seen RoboCop and Paul Verhoeven. You know he was he was the best best guy around. I was like, his great. He's fantastic.'" And so we got oh. him. It, so you did got a lot of the
0: wheeling and dealing on this.
1: Yeah. I, yes, I did. It was. Oh, I, wow. was I was I was pretty much uncredited executive producer on this. Yeah, I put it all, I put it all together.
0: Oh, impressive.
1: Yeah, and so we had, you know, we had, we had the, you know, great cast, behind the scenes, great effects, everything was working out great, and we put a lot of effort to make it turn out really, really excellent.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think it turned out well. Were there any challenges that came up that you didn't foresee?
1: It was a pretty smooth shoot, but we had so, we had so much practical effects, you know, it was before the digital yeah. digital effects error yeah, so and then everything you, like, you see on screen it was actually you know we, we had to do it we had to do it real. So you know you see me being pulled out of the pulled out into the into the Mars atmosphere. That's actually I am actually hanging from a from a rope there. So Okay. So you know it's real you on know Mars? we had real real uh, yeah we had to do real real stunts and, okay. You know, it was great. It was uh, yeah. Real talented crew and cast. It was great working with Sharon Stone.
0: Yeah, she was uh, pretty new on the scene at that point. Like, it seems she had been done, like, some films before, but I feel like that might have been one of her first bigger well, films.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely one of her breakout roles there. hmm She's great in it. This is one of my, my greatest, greatest lines there was when he says, consider the divorce when when I shoot her. She's a, <laughs> a great, great one of my classic one-liners. One thing before I go, mm-hmm. I need to. I, I want to promote my new album. Okay. It's called Schwarzenegger Sings Joel. Oh. So I sing some sing some some uh Billy Joel hits.
0: Oh, those I'll are I give, give,
1: give you a little free taste here. Perfect. Uptown girl. She been living in an uptown world, but she never had a downtown guy. You know, it's better with the accompaniment. Alright, it's time to, time to say leave the baby. Perfect.
0: Well, it was good talking to you again. That's and...
1: the line from one of my movies. Oh. I'll be back. Now that It's another line I All used right. to say a lot.
0: Well, Can it was you, nice man. to see
1: you. Whoa, holy shit. Arnold Schwarzenegger back on the pod. Yeah, I mean, he seems, I think he got a
0: significant bump in, uh, you know, viewership of his last, whatever he was doing. After he's on the podcast, after he's on the podcast, yeah. of course,
1: yeah. So I it's mean, weird. like,
0: it, he does it for the publicity, which I understand. Yeah, because
1: because you know the reach to our dozen of fans. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, sort of the, the practical effects are, are are you know pretty great considering that it's you know I, I don't think any of it was digital actually. They they were all using kind of old school techniques.
0: Yeah, like the I mean there was definitely digital techniques in there, but not during the gunfights.
1: Well, I, I I don't know about that Ben because he he talks a lot in the special features about how they did the stuff and it's uh-huh. like it's like miniatures, um, miniatures and then they project onto a miniature, like a uh-huh. a projection of a person. So so everything was either done with like green screen, uh, like projection onto a miniature, or like even the thing at the at the end where it's the the clouds going across the. Yeah, sky. he he says that you did in a water tank. So you put stuff into a water yeah. tank that creates those ripples. The warning so one... to Paul Verhoeven, he all, like pretty much everything was was done um, to some sort of practical de- degree. It's true.
0: I think the one thing, and it might not have been digital. They might have done this with like uh, optical printing, but the um, essentially the animation they use for the X ray machine. Mm. Right? Like, that's the one thing that kind of comes off as digital. No, you're probably right. Digital. No, you're probably right on that. Yeah. But that is possible. Like, it's possible that they could have done that with, like, optical printing.
1: But no, I I, I think you might be right. That may, I think that's maybe the one shot that is done yeah. uh, with digital effects. It's um, also, like,
0: I remember seeing that as a kid, and that really jumped out as, like, being,
1: like, a... It was pretty really, amazing. Yeah. It's, and it's so funny because that's so underwhelming now. Like, because it's, you know... <laughs> Yeah, actually, I do remember that being like really impressive. And then it's like, but now it's like the least impressive of the of the, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it's so easy to do now. Yeah. Like it's more the the practical effects that are that are really like great. Yeah, exactly. Like the one uh, when he's using the guy as the human shield and it's just <laughs> getting like writ, shot up by the machine gun. They they actually had to tone that down for censors. Yeah, so it's it, like what would it what did it look like <laughs> before they did the edits on it? That would have been fucking crazy. Yeah,
0: like how much blood was spraying? How much
1: must have been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God,
0: I remember that, I always remember that being fairly gruesome. Yes. Even as it, is. it
1: was yeah. Um I also love Quado. He's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's 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 my guy. Yeah. I, I, I joined the resistance for Quado. Yeah, just for Quado. Just he's, for Quado. He's on point. What, yeah, he's 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 a, he's a little sweetie. <laughs> uh, Free Mars.
0: I do love that the whole film feels kind of like a Bond mission,
1: right? It is. Well, it's that's a, what he's he's uh, he's the
0: spy, right? He's the, spy. the super spy, and you know, it's yeah. like it's kind of one thing after another plot-wise, where it's like. You know, they get to one place and then there's always something else that has to happen. Yeah. There's yeah, all these gadgets that he's like, like incorporating to use. Like his like his uh lady costume when he's like trying to go through security. Oh my
1: god. So good. That's so funny. Right? And he good. has to pull
0: off her face and throw the like uh, dummy what does hand. say
1: again? Um two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two two weeks. <laughs> that actress. Oh, oh my shit. god when she's like malfunctioning
0: like some, and like that is some trying to tear her face off acting. that was that was great
1: that is some amazing fucking acting yeah yeah like i yeah they even they even comment in the commentary they're like yeah she fucking like nailed it so yeah because that's, so that's
0: something that could have been so bad
1: so cheesy and so bad yeah that's like they really do like in the in the commentary you say you know it's like you know in front of the camera and behind the camera they just had so much talent and yeah. like that just like helps like everything just like so much, you know, like it's, it's just really like just solid. Like it's a great, great solid. uh
0: Yeah, definitely. Piece. Like, so actually one thing in my notes that I want to talk about, um, it just kind of goes back to like the conversation of the, like, yeah, was this a dream or was this real is part of this is like, it could, you can kind of go either way depending well, the, on that, when the, the, the story answer, is the told. The answer is both. The answer yeah. is both.
1: Yeah, it's it's deliberately set up in a way that you can interpret it yeah. either way, and the story makes logical sense. Yeah, so so that's like that is the true. It's both and. Yeah, uh, and that's I think also a genius part. I think the, it's the, the right
0: way to approach it, right? Like, well, it is. Well, that's
1: what Pablo Verho literally says. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you can eat. He's like, he's like deliberately did it in such a way that. um and the writers as well. It was very like apparently like very writer friendly. Like Dan O'Bannon did the the kind of original screenplay, and then they had another writer that they were doing like rewrites with, and he was like on set as well. Uh-huh. Um, but they they wanted it in such a way that you you can, I and you know I've seen this movie twenty times maybe, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you you can look at it either way, and it's still uh makes perfect sense yeah totally it's 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 designed to be viewed uh both ways yeah and i think that's kind of genius like i I don't know like what other movie (laughs) like quite there's not a lot that
0: like either do it or actually pull it off yeah right there's like i can't think of anything off the top of my head but i'm pretty sure there's other films that have tried to do it and they just really kind of slip up places right because i think they
1: have you 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 have to have almost like an an, a a desired intention yeah whereas like if your desired intention is to make it both reality and fantasy it's like it's kind of interesting and also weirdly a third layer is that it's a fake it's a movie so it's fake yeah already yeah so like that's kind of interesting in itself like as as a piece of media that's You know, questioning whether it's real or not when it's not real and it's not not real. You know what I mean? Like it's like like layers of. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was actually like one thing he's like, he's like why they faded to white at the end. Mm -hmm. Because it's because it could represent him being like lobotomized. And he's like, yeah yeah he's like the end is like they're pulling the plug and he's being lobotomized at the end oh my god and it's like that's so
0: good because i was gonna bring up the other part of it is like you know like what if he's just trapped there what if it is fake and he's trapped right so to have like the lobotomy element to it is like
1: excellent yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's interesting
0: yeah Um. um So there has been a theme of Michael Ironside lately on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I feel Hell like yeah. I feel like he was less scary in this.
1: He was, but Mostly I think it's probably the
0: relation, the relation of his character to the story. Right, like to he's the not story. the big bad. He's just like a henchman.
1: Yeah, and it's almost like he's he's like he's not incompetent, but like you know he's supposed to fail. Like you learn along the line, right? Because yeah, like he's not. He's like yeah, he's holding I mean,
0: he, like it feels like he's holding back on how
1: scary he can be. Uh, I think he is right. Yes, like I don't think
0: he, he's intending to be like the most terrifying thing because he's leaving that for the big villain.
1: Yeah, and and but and also like you know the the alternate version of Arnie's character is like a like the super spy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, uh, you know he he's the number one if you go by the logic of like that, that it being real and he's actually.
0: Like well, he, there's a third like layer. There's, a, there's another layer.
1: If he if he is Hauser, yeah. So so that could be a a, a fake too. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So it's like, fuck this movie's good. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's so good.
1: Ver- Verhoeven is really good at wrapping like serious themes in like really like pulpy like schlock. You yeah. know?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because all of his movies have. Um, you know elements like this this one is is like even hearing from his mouth It it's like anti-colonial themes yeah. right yeah even even the naming of of the cohagan the the villain mm-hmm. it's a it's a re, it's like a uh, referencing apartheid like oh, south okay. africa and That's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a clumsy uh analogy because <laughs> like in this world the like you know this sort of oppressed or like colonized people are like fucking mutants you know and like yeah it's like it's like it's like a lot of the 90s content that's like trying to be uh you know thematically serious but like falls flat when it's like you really take the analogy to its logical conclusion yeah um
0: i think it's also one of these things that was definitely happening a lot in the 90s I think it still happens to some degree now, but it's essentially like taking, trying to take black struggle and make it like representative to white audiences and yeah, using white, in, in, yeah. Using like white actors in like black struggle situations.
1: Yeah. 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 Or, or like indigenous struggle. Yeah, like I exactly. think you could use both. Yeah. Um, um, Yeah. And especially making them like fucking mutants is like, I don't know. I still like it, but it's like, I could see like somebody being a little bit like, come on you know yeah like, exactly but i think it comes it's like trying to come from the right place the other one too it's like hauser and like the monitor he's like you know he's the term indian giver I'm oh like, yeah yikes. oh my god <laughs> i'm like yeah it's not cool it Who's a product but i of think time. but i'm wondering if that's like almost intentional because he's like the villain and it's like because of the colonial themes i'm pretty okay. giving it more credit than credit is due it's like, uh, but like, I feel like you, you might know, be
0: onto something. I might, I think you also might be giving it more credit, yeah. like just in that it's a villain thing, but it's like,
1: yeah, I mean, it it's is, like, a, yeah, you know, as someone, as someone who lives on like unceded territory, it yeah. was like never, never ceded from the indigenous people here, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, that's a pretty offensive uh, <laughs> this day, like, the phrase, you know? Yeah totally oh my god maybe we should do we should do a, a, a section just like questionable content of like every movie <laughs> oh, we do i feel like, like that'd be great like that'd be so much fun especially okay, because let's start, like, let's you start know, that let's think, start that because yeah. it's i think it's it's a good it's a good conversation and it's like i think like we're you know we are analyzing it from modern perspective mm-hmm. but you know we are putting the context into it and having, you know, trying to make light where we can make light of real issues. You know what I mean? We're not
0: erasing like what's happened before. We're not like glossing over it. And like, I think it's it's fun to look at those things like through a modern lens.
1: And I think it's also too, a thing that like, I think it's natural to have things that you like that have lots of like problematic content in them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't think, like, you you des- you need to like cancel like Total Recall because they say Indian <laughs> giver, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you need to like let's be like you know let's look at it let's talk about it we can have a conversation like yeah. you know like, you know
0: that happened we're not gonna do it now right like yeah
1: exactly <laughs> yeah like we like, wouldn't write like, like that into like, a project now <laughs> for sure yeah. yeah yeah you you'd be a little bit yeah. Yeah, like, the, the one example I, like, use a lot is, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, like, H.P. Lovecraft, and he's, like, a horrible racist piece of shit. Yeah. But it's, like, it's easier for me because he's fucking dead. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, you know, maybe, maybe like... He's not uh, still currently
0: making choices. No, exactly. I mean, like,
1: like uh, to some degree,
0: I'm sure his work influences people and, like, you know, maybe confirms their
1: racism, but... Sure, but it's, like... I could I'm gonna I'm gonna go maybe if we do like a Lovecraftian movie I can go on a big tangent about him yeah because I have a lot to say about that aspect too totally. but like you know someone like like uh you know Woody what's his name you know the director
0: um
1: Woody Allen yeah Woody Allen I have like harder time with <laughs> yeah you know like because he's still alive like making movies like yeah exactly I, I can't I can't see like you know a lot of his movies through the same lens now which is kind of a bummer because I like, you know, some some of his films.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it's like it's a different story if they're continuing to make art without recognizing, you know, like what the implications of their actions are. Yeah, the is.
1: problematic problematic aspects. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a tricky it's a tricky subject. Like, you know, to separate do you set like how much do you separate the art from the artist? Um, especially in like, you know, modern times. Yeah, um, I don't
0: necessarily think, like, I don't know. Like, I don't like to separate art from artists, but also, like, I can still enjoy someone's work even if I don't like them as a person. From,
1: from, uh, and yeah. And, like, my
0: current probably best example of that is, like, J.K. Rowling, right? Like,
1: I don't, oh, love, yeah, okay, her. I don't sure. love
0: her as a person. I don't love her stances on yeah. trans rights. Or, uh, I do like Harry Potter, right? um yeah yeah I, I like that story i recognize you know like yeah her own turf themes that exist in those stories yeah and like you know i think it's interesting to know what the artist stands for and yeah. who they are and like how that yes. applies to their work but you yeah. don't necessarily think that we have to like hate the work right yeah
1: true like i my, my probably closest example would be like frank miller you know yeah. like like, do I agree with his politics? Hell no. But like, he's made some really fucking great comics. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, you know, you, you know, maybe some of it, like, he he definitely wasn't as crazy like when he made his more successful stuff. But it's like, you know, there's still, you know, there still have themes and stuff that I might I might not agree with, like politically. Yeah. But they're still great pieces of art. You know what I mean? You know, totally. they're 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 yeah. Like so so I think it's like. It is a good, it is a good and important conversation to have. Um, I'll probably condense it for this podcast, but I think it is because we we are navigating these waters now that are difficult. Of like, what you know, like, what can we allow and what can't we? You know, like, do you want to buy a, like Harry Potter book that it's like adding money to like H- 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 like J.K. Rowling? Yeah. Do I want to buy you know a, a you know the millionth edition of like? you know the dark knight returns and give money to like frank miller or whatever you know like yeah totally it's yeah it's like i don't know it's a hard question to answer
0: yeah i think those things are largely like up to the individual and like what they're doing
1: but i think so and i think it's like you can it's tough yeah yeah it's tough because you know it's because like yeah because like harry potter gives joy to like millions of people you know what i mean like you know, people like I love reading like Frank Miller comics, you know, yeah, when he, totally. before he was really crazy, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, it should be like, you know, if, if like, you know, brings joy to people, it's probably serving a greater good to yeah. like, enjoy it. Then I don't know. It's, it's, a, you know. Yeah. I
0: think there's like a net positive to the work, even if it like, could be a net, exactly, even if the producer is, you know, like not, not necessarily a positive, like mm-hmm. uh contributor otherwise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, are are we had a pretty rambling conversation? I think yeah. there's more to talk about with with uh, Sure. Um
0: I think I think I've covered, you know, most of my notes like between things you said and what I've said, so Yeah. Let me know um, if you have anything else.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I think I got all the Yeah, so so it's kind of like it's one of these movies similar to your concept of a perfect movie, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It's one of the movies that does best what movies do best yeah like it has like action adventure a story that makes you think a little bit you know it, you so it's like stimulates the mind stimulates the senses it's funny like like I we didn't even talk about like how you know there's humor inserted in it it's like just a fun movie it's like yeah it's like one of my favorite movies. That's why I yeah. picked it, obviously. But it's I it just... I definitely think just...
0: that it can fit in, like, the perfect movie category. Specifically because, you know, it answers all the questions it brings up.
1: Yes. Right? I think like, it does. I think it absolutely does. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, at no point at the end was I just like, well, what about, you know, like, what about yeah, this or that? You know, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's it's all um, wrapped yeah. up in its own way. And sometimes it's wrapped up, like, twice or three times.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's a good point. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the three the three boobed alien.
0: <laughs> it's true. I feel like as a kid, that was definitely like a big that, talk of the like town. That's like the most
1: famous. That's like the most famous thing. Um, little bit of insight. Um, they had to put a prosthesis over like her whole chest, so it's not actually two real boobs and one yeah. fake boob. It's three fake boobs. Yeah, just a little, just a little bit of uh,
0: that's true. Background. It, it does look yeah. like three fake boobs.
1: It does, but it does.
0: it's it's fun and I it's fe- fun i feel like uh definitely cinematically i feel like that's the first time there's three boobs
1: i think so i yep. think so yeah boobs. and there's yeah it's fun <laughs> run a boob maybe that's a the thematic link from last week's episode is boobs the- <laughs> Boo- boobs. <laughs> boobs i mean the 90s was
0: definitely interested in boobs
1: yeah there should be more boobs in movies i think so
0: I feel like there's tons. I don't know. Maybe there is. Yeah. Maybe, maybe less in boobs. movies these days, but TV for sure. TV's full yeah. of boobs. Yeah. Actually, yeah, there's bo- there's boobs everywhere. Yeah. What am I saying?
1: Boobs are everywhere. Boobs are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. What case? So I'm always thrilled to discover what's up for next week. All right.
0: So next week, uh, the thing that I'm doing differently is I'm picking a much newer movie. Uh um, I think it's more like it's a pretty well-known movie. It's not like super blockbuster, but it's done really well. Uh, I feel that for me, this is movie of the year. You and I have seen it recently. And... Morbius. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yep. So Morbius. Uh, there we go. Yeah. And uh, no... Uh, so next week we're going to be watching, uh, everything everywhere all at once. Oh, awesome. Starring, you know, Michelle, yo, Stephanie, Sue, uh, and I'm going to butcher this name, but, uh, Kehui Kwan, who's great. Um, they're all great. It was,
1: yeah, it it was was on my list. Uh, it's been on my list and we, yeah, we watched it together. um, I, I think when I walked out of the theater, I'm like, if we don't do this movie, what are we doing with the podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, I don't know, then I watch Scanners and I'm like, let's do Scanners instead. I don't know. But I was like, totally expecting you to
0: say this movie instead of Scanners. I think like, it's because I, I... I was I, thrown sideways yeah, by I, Scanners.
1: But it was good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why... Um, yeah i think i weirdly just had i saw scanners like a week after i saw this and it was closer to the time we were going to record so i picked scanners (laughs) yeah but then i'm like what am i doing like when everyone's being like pick pick more current movies pick more like less obscure movies i'm like why did why have we not done this one already yeah but but you know what um, it was in theaters
0: and you know what now it's streaming you can rent it you can find it like
1: it's not no this movie is like a ton of fun and it's it's Right up,
0: yeah, everything everywhere. The, the all alley at once of the podcast is, yeah, it's great, it's fun for people who don't know what it is. It's essentially a family drama across the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's got kung fu, it's got kung it's got fu, it's like
1: yeah.
0: uh, it makes fun of the matrix, it's got everything, it's yeah, it's a ton
1: of fun. It's got everything everywhere, all at once, all at once, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, for drinking game, I decided that. You should drink anytime someone touches um, or accepts an award. All right. So go yeah. watch it and you'll like
1: it. We promise. Yeah. In some other dimension, you, you won't like it. But in this one, you will.
0: I think in all dimensions, you'll like it. In all dimensions, you'll in like it? In all dimensions. Yeah. In, <laughs> in all of the multiverse, you will like this movie. Okay. Unless you don't like zany movies, then I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, but then don't listen to our podcast then. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't even I shouldn't even have to say that anymore. I'm like, if you don't like crazy movies, you know, listen listen to like This American Life or something. I don't know. Like Yeah.
0: I'm sure there's like a CBC movie review Oh, that's to... pretty,
1: actually that's pretty zany. It's like the one, you know, listen to something about murder. Yeah. A lot of murder podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is a Zany Movie Podcast. Uptown girl. She's been living in her uptown world. I bet she never had the backstreet guy. I bet her mama never told her why. I'm gonna try for an uptown girl. She's been living in the white bread world. As long as anyone with hot blood can now she's looking for the downtown man. That's what I am. The downtown girl, you know I can't afford to...